0: Kristen here, and we are going to talk about confidence today. Confidence is one of my favorite topics to discuss in the goal achievement journey because I think a lot of achieving your goals has to do with feeling confident. But also, I was on a journey and continue to be on a journey to grow my own confidence I remember I hired my first coach specifically to work on growing my confidence. I was projecting confidence and I was showing up as confident, but I wasn't feeling very confident at all. And that's one of the interesting things about confidence is that I think it really boils down to when who you think you are aligns with action to achieve your goals. And As I reflect on my own personal growth and development journey, there were many times in my professional career where I acted confident, but I didn't think I was confident. And then there are other times where I thought I was confident, but I certainly didn't act confident. So as I'm working on growing my confidence today and coaching my clients to become more confident. It's really about blending thinking and action together. And as I think about confidence and why it's so important in the goal achievement process, there's a lot of negative impact that can happen if we don't have confidence. So what happens if we're not confident? That's when we miss achieving our goals. When we're not confident, we tend to show up as someone other than ourselves If we're not confident, we can often watch others achieve success. We watch others advance their careers while we really feel more like a victim versus a victor. And I think ultimately, if we're not confident, we are limiting our potential and we're really risking not living our life to the fullest. So as I Went on my own confidence journey with my coach, and I work with a lot of other individuals on growing confidence. There are two things that, in my opinion, destroy our confidence. And those two things are thinking and not taking action. And when it comes to thinking, we can talk ourselves out of being confident, we can minimize our confidence. With our own mindset, so we can think too much about past situations and ruminate. I am so good at ruminating and rehashing past situations and replaying conversations over and over again in my mind. I tend to ruminate and reflect on conversations or situations that didn't turn out the way that I had anticipated or the way that I had wanted. And oftentimes I'm ruminating by myself. So I'm in my own head. I'm thinking things through. And the challenge with that is that I'm replaying and rehashing these conversations without consulting the other parties that were involved. And this can really hinder our confidence because more often than not, when we ruminate, we tend to focus on the negative. We tend to overblame ourselves and ultimately. We're trying to put meaning on a situation from our perspective and we're not often considering the other parties involved and their perspective and their opinions and their insights. So a huge part of growing your confidence is to catch yourself when you are ruminating and you are replaying a story or a conversation or a situation over and over in your mind and stop. And sometimes just recognizing that you are ruminating is enough to get you to halt that behavior so you can focus on moving forward and learning from that situation. Another element of thinking that can destroy our confidence is overthinking. And in my work coaching women, women tend to strive for perfection. I know there have been so many times in my business where I want the perfect plan or the perfect language or I want all of the details to be figured out before I take action. But that approach is really hindering because we often start figuring out the details or tweaking our approach by taking action. So if we limit our ability to take action because we're constantly overthinking and overplanning and striving for perfection, we're never going to let ourselves launch and move forward. And that last element of thinking that can destroy our confidence is future thinking. And I know for me, there's a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety that comes with future thinking. A lot of times I'll be thinking about all the bad things that can happen, all the reasons I shouldn't move forward and take action. And so this thinking that we do, we can literally talk ourselves out of taking action, which lowers our confidence, keeps us stuck, and oftentimes hinders our ability to achieve our goals. How do we think less so we can take more action? I believe that there is no shortage of ideas on how to grow a business or how to build a clientele. I feel like a lot of you listening probably already know several of the things that you can be doing on a consistent basis to achieve your goals. The question becomes, how do we stop overthinking or past thinking or future thinking so we can take action and implement the strategies and tactics to achieve our goals. So I wanna share with you two concepts to help you minimize thinking and take action. Concept number one, I call play with the fear. And what I mean by this concept is to really explore the fear. So if you find yourself stuck, because you keep thinking of all the what-ifs and what could go wrong and what are all the bad things that can happen, you can play with the fear by asking yourself two powerful questions. What is the worst that can happen if I take this action? And then flip the script and ask yourself, what is the best that can happen when I take this action? When I thought about launching my own business, There is a ton of fear and a ton of anxiety that comes along with leaving a professional career that I knew to go out and build something for myself and create my own work. But I knew in my heart that I was called to serve others and I was called to coach. And so I needed to walk myself through these exercises. And when I explore what is the worst that can happen, I realized that the worst that can happen is that I totally bomb as a coach. I onboard zero clients. I make zero income. So I thought, it's not really what I want to do. But at the end of the day, if that's the most extreme cost of me taking the sleep of faith, it's not that bad. And then as I flipped the script and I thought about the best that can happen if I create my own business and I become a coach and I work for myself, the best that can happen is I live out my mission. I get to work and help others achieve their goals. I get to help others maximize their potential and achieve their definitions of success. I get to take control of my schedule and choose the clients that I get to work with and the projects that I get to work on. I get to create content that I hope you like and will ultimately make an impact. But as I explored these two questions, what's the worst that can happen? What's the best that can happen? It became painfully obvious that I needed to take this leap because all of the things that could potentially happen that were positive far outweighed the negative. And the risk of actually not living out my mission, of not exploring my full potential, of not making an impact felt worse than all of the fears that were keeping me from making this decision. So if you struggle with future thinking and fear keeps you from moving forward, you can ask yourself those two questions. What is the worst that can happen and what is the best that can happen? I know, additionally, we tell ourselves a lot of stories. I know I, for one, will create these narratives in my mind, and they're usually not positive. They're usually worst-case scenarios, and a lot of times, these narratives can keep me from taking action. One of the most common narratives that I create and that exists for a lot of my clients Centers around following up. So if you're building a business or if you were in sales, you've probably learned by now that a lot of people don't answer your first email or your first phone call. And more often than not, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with the fact that we are all living our own lives. We're all consumed with our own agendas. And a lot of times, If we're coming into people's lives unexpected, it's not that they don't want to talk to us or don't want to engage with us or don't want to use our service. It could be a matter of timing. I had to very quickly learn that I needed a follow up system if I was going to build a great clientele and create an empire of a coaching business. And in order to do that, I had to test the validity of a lot of the stories that I told myself. What proof do I have that people don't want me to send a follow-up email? And you know what? I don't have a lot of proof. In fact, I have the opposite. A lot of times when I follow up, people will reply and they will say, Thank you. I really appreciate your follow-up. I meant to get back to you. So if you find yourself not taking action because you're overthinking Then you can ask yourself the question, what proof do I have that validates the story I am telling myself? You can ask yourself a second question. Is the story that I am telling myself right now moving me closer to my goals or further away from my goals? And you'll probably find that the story you are telling yourself is not serving you well. You now have a choice and you are back in control of the situation. You have the choice to rewrite the story, or you can continue telling yourself a story and avoiding action, but you know now you are going to be off pace and likely not achieve your goals. Growing confidence centers back to thinking less and taking more action. It's working through the past thinking and the overthinking and the future thinking. And that's why I think your journey of becoming more confident takes work and it takes a lot of effort. And it's my hope that the questions I shared around playing with fear and what's the worst that can happen and what's the best that can happen and testing the validity of the story that you are telling yourself? What proof do I have that validates the story I am telling myself? And are my thoughts moving me closer to my goals or further away? Can help you start to navigate your own negative self-talk and your own self-doubt to help you grow your confidence on your goal achievement journey. So with that, Goal Achievers, I hope that you have a fantastic rest of your day and focus on the progress that you are making, celebrate those wins, and I look forward to reconnecting again. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you are feeling inspired and want to join the Goal Achievers community, visit my website to sign up and get connected. We can also connect socially on Instagram. Follow me at Meet Kristen Burke. Links are in the show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and share this show. Until next time, goal achievers, keep progressing towards your goals and celebrate those weekly wins.